gentlemen, we have a special treat for you today. We have the one, the only. Welcome to the State Lines Network. Hey friends, welcome to episode 18 of the Boldly Going Podcast. I am Jason Sowell, your host, but you know that. And uh, today we have uh, one of my favorite people on the planet on the podcast. His name is Justin Velarde, one of the absolute funniest people I've ever met. Uh, he just, it just rolls, it just rolls out of him. It's like overflowing funny. Uh, this episode, uh, just we both just couldn't stop laughing. It was uh, an incredible episode talking about just, it kind of went all over the place. We talked about a lot of different stuff, but it really came down to one theme, came down to a theme of really uh, uh, everyone needing a hype man or being your, being your own hype man and being someone else's hype man, that everyone needs encouragement. Everyone needs uh, some backup and encouragement on their ideas that yes, yes, you can, you can do this thing. And uh, he's, he's great at that. And so we talked a little bit about that. Uh, the title of this episode is I Need a Gold Catcher, uh, which you'll find out why, because he, <laughs> he uh, makes that statement at some point in the conversation. So pay attention. You'll hear it. You'll, you'll understand why uh, we named this episode I Need a Gold Catcher. Uh, so Justin Velarde, you can check him out. You'll, you may also know him from a band called Paint the Town Red. It's a local band uh, here to the Tampa Bay area. They're great, fantastic. They perform every once in a while. Uh, this come, this is out uh, today, Wednesday, the seventh. Uh, Two days from now, on the ninth, and he talks about this a little bit. He's playing a show. Paint the Town Red is opening uh, opening a show at uh, State Theater in St. Pete. So check that out. Go look for it. Go find. Go find that. He talks about it in this episode as well. Uh, also, one thing is that, Justin, uh, you hear the uh, the little intro song uh, in between this intro and the actual episode itself. Nice little uh, fun, upbeat, uh, sounds like a mouth kazoo type type song. Justin actually wrote this song that we talk about in the in the episode, but he it's more than just that little bit that you hear. So if you stick around to the very end of the episode, very end of the episode, we'll play the whole song. You can hear what... The entirety of what he wrote is, and uh, I just wanted you to, to meet Justin, uh, hear hear his heart, hear his story, hear what he's working on, and just and just uh, get infected by his positivity, his energy, uh, all everything that it's him. Like I feel like you're gonna walk away from the conversation going, yeah, I can, I can, I can take on whatever challenge is there because he's such a great encouragement and he's funny. It's hilarious. So you're gonna laugh a lot. So uh, you can follow him, check him out at Tino Bonino, Tino, T-I-N-O, B-A-N-I-N-I, or B-A-N-I-N-O, Tino Bonino on Instagram, uh, look up Paint the Town Red, and check them out, go see their show. Uh, and as always, we are part of the State Lines Podcast Network. If you uh, get a chance, go check out the new and improved website, state-lines.com. We've got a whole new uh, a whole new layout, easy to manage, easy to find stories, a lot of content there you can check out. Please go check that out. Uh, peruse the website, if you will. Listen to the other podcasts, read the other articles. So much brilliancy on there. And, uh, and uh, as always, check out uh, my organization, Current Initiatives, at Engage Current or engagecurrent.org. Uh, we, we are a big proponent of serving your community, getting involved in your community. I encourage everyone that listens 
uh, to this podcast to go do something for your community, help someone else, get involved, do something that you can do because everyone can do something. You don't have to solve every problem. You can't solve every problem, but you can do something. So uh, go, go do that. We'd love for you to do it with us. Uh, current initiatives uh, through one of our projects so check that out or find something uh, even even more local to where you're at and uh, something you're passionate about so go do it yes you can uh, all right be your own hype man be someone else's hype man let's jump into this episode with Justin Velarde as uh, he talks about why he needs a gold catcher See, I like that. I like that togetherness. Just... How long have you guys been brothers? Your whole life? Yeah, literally my whole life. Most of his. I did want to say something funny. So, you know, I listen, I listen to bits and pieces of, uh, of your podcast and then the song, you know. When, yeah. What, what's yeah, so, we're going we're to talk about it. I, I want to I talk about it because I was thinking about it, about the irony of that song. <laughs> because I didn't know you. At, really at all, really. I met you like what, a handful of times, and was just struck by just such a <laughs> like my cup overflowing <laughs> with uh, with musical just oh, I just get bit by the bug, <clears throat> and I was like, how well do you know Jason? <clears throat> I don't even know how to say your last name properly, Jason. Yeah. I know him so yeah, well. You, I feel like you asked my fiance that question, probably, <clears throat> or somebody I was with, and that's how you. Yeah. That's how like. Oh, I'm sure. But my point is, I I didn't really know you, so <laughs> true, true, yeah, that is, so, that is the point. So yeah, yeah. go so, to church and it just, just came out. And let's I, and just go ahead and talk about it. Right. Let's just jump right into it. Well, there, uh, it is. Justin Justin Villardi on the on the podcast here in the in the uh, in the house yes. in Ebor City. Justin Villardi, also known as if you don't know Justin Villardi, you probably know Paint Paint the Town Red, the band. Yeah. Yeah, we were gonna go with paint uh, also, the town brown, but that was that was taken. <laughs> some some jerk in Utah. No, it wasn't. No, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Oh man. It, it has a nice ring to oh. it, though. Town brown rhymes. People like rhymes. Yeah, yeah. No, I got. That's you. why rappers are so successful. It's just the rhyme. They're in the rhyme. It's business. the rhyme game. It's the rhyme game, dude. It's just like ah, oh, it's a game that I've, I've not played, oh. but I, I'd like to get into it. <clears throat> but yes. So yeah, Justin Velarde. One of my favorite people in the world. You're one of the funniest people I've ever met. True story? True story. Oh, man. You See, should. that warms my heart, but i got to tell you, I, I've heard that before, uh-huh. and then I've also heard I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm not really sure what to believe. You're not a stand-up <laughs> comedian, but welcome to a stand-up comedian's life, because I feel like some people are like, dude, it's the funniest person I've ever heard. Right. <clears throat> I'm actually And then other people are like, that guy's in butthole right. he's the worst well I'm actually an amateur comedian I did I got really drunk one night um, and went to the Dunning Brewery had like an open mic is that Brent Kaysen that just walked in uh, it could be yep. it is. It is come Brent, on in Brent Mr. Mr. Brent Kaysen yes yeah. um, but yeah I walked I got drunk with my brother uh-huh. I did he didn't you know we, he had a few beers and he went home and I'm uh, like wow. hang on a second yeah Brent, feel free to uh, free, feel free to cocktail it up over there. Yeah. Have the run of the kitchen. Yeah. So we're at my house. Brent Kaysen's in town. Uh, he's just going to be the bartender for the for the night. He's he's <laughs> the, the He's the house bartender yeah. for the podcast. 
Nice. Had I known that you, I wouldn't have grabbed my own beer. I would have. I would have waited. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Glasses. There's there's clean glasses in the dishwasher. And uh, you know, ice ice in the freezer. You know, you know how it goes. I'll find my way around. Yeah, the regular kitchen. <laughs> ice in the freezer. Take, take your way around. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look in the toaster. Nothing in that way. <laughs> you you know how a kitchen works. Exactly. You know how a kitchen works. Yeah. So anyway, so I I got drunk. And and went to uh, the Dunning Brewery had an open mic comedy open mic night and I went in there and I sat there and watched these poor bastards I was like I'm way funnier than these guys right, and I got right. up there and dude it couldn't have gone worse <clears throat> <laughs> and that, that was the day that I realized that you know I'm just like every other comedian uh, out there that I've I've had good nights and I've had bad nights it just happens to be my first night was a bad night you know yeah so well that's good yeah. If you ever do, you ever listen to? Do you ever just listen to um, uh, comedians talk about their talk about their you know their experience and like every I, everyone that I've ever heard talks about every comedian has you know, that one that one bad night where they just bomb and it goes terrible right. and then that's the that's the turning point whether am I going to keep doing this I'm right. going to go back out there right or I'm going to pack up my stuff forget it. I'm never doing this Walgreens, again. Walgreens is hiring, so I'm like, just, <laughs> gonna go ahead of Walgreens real quick. No, no, for sure. And, and so my first night was that. But here's the, here's what's so funny to me is I thought I was so good that I went home that night and started a podcast <laughs> that has never seen the light of day. I don't think anybody's heard it. But uh, and I tried to listen to it the following day. Okay. While I was like, and it was it was. And you were like, was, this is, did you? No, it was terrible. Oh yeah, dude, I felt like ew, boy. Here's ew, boy. Uh, here's my advice. I've been doing this a few months now, so obviously I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pro tips. You are you're uh, in the room. Yeah, in the room, you are the expert. <laughs> this is true. Uh, here's here's my advice. Yeah. Don't ever listen to your own podcast. Just record it and put it out there. Well, right, yeah. It's like being a musician. Don't when you listen it. to your own songs, you're like, ugh. Or it's like when you hear your own voice on your voicemail, you're like, who's that gay boy? <laughs> That's and what he, I sound like. How come my friends didn't tell me? Like, what is this? And, yeah, and, you're your own worst critic. And be very selective about the, the, who you listen to for advice. Like, to give you critique. Mm-hmm. About your stuff. This is, I probably the same thing about writing songs. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. write a song. Yeah, don't talk to my mom. Man. Be selective about who you. Who <laughs> yeah, so, so what you say is don't don't go to my mom for 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 some constructive criticism. Sure, mostly yeah. just criticism. I mean, I don't know your mom, so but she's lovely. I've heard I've heard tell of her of her Jewish roots and yeah. uh, the Jewish guilt. No, and, we're not no, Jewish. We're, yeah, we're, I mean, we're we're like we're, we're we like money. <laughs> I mean that's no, that's not, and we're not a big fan of what went down, you know, nineteen forty-two. So, yeah, I guess we are kind of Jewish. Um, <laughs> what 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 are you? Because uh, I do feel like Jay does <laughs> refer to your mom. Sh- sh- yeah, it was J- uh, yeah. So we we are well. So <laughs> I, we haven't done the whole you know uh, ancestry.com thing. So I don't really know. I think we're all a little bit of everything. But I, I was always told and raised in that we are 100% Italian or, or Sicilian Italian but mm, mostly mm-hmm. from that neck of the woods um, <clears throat> there was an ongoing I don't know if it was a joke or just some little tidbits that my dad would say that there was there was a little bit of of, uh, of uh, some schmeckle 
in us. <laughs> a little bit of l'chaim. <laughs> got but, it. Uh, got it. But yeah, yeah, maybe there is, maybe there is. I don't know. Okay. I'm circumcised. If you're asking me if I'm circumcised, the answer is yes, Jason. <laughs> and thank you for your roundabout, you know, uh, probing. That's you could have just flat out asked. That's what I was looking for. Then we're pretty so, cool. So, um, all right. So back to what you started talking about. The my for all of those listening, the the jingle, the intro jingle you hear. Uh, after after I intro who the guest is and talk about that and the cut the, the little jingle between that and the actual episode yeah. uh, is a is a nice little ditty uh, that you only hear a few seconds of because it's the opener you don't really hear any singing <laughs> you don't hear anything else yeah. but it's a it's like a a mouth kazoo and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah that was written by the one and only written recorded Justin. produced uh, by by me in my home on GarageBand on an iPad. Yeah, and I was just struck by so tell, such, such tell the story because so all of you listening, <laughs> wait till the very end, like stick to the end of this episode because at the end I'm going to play the whole, the oh, yeah, whole song. I'm going to yeah. play the song in its entirety. It's the best thing. It's the best minute for, show ever. for context. <laughs> so the reason, but part of the reason I wanted you on the on the podcast is because one, I use your song yeah. that you wrote just as a joke. Yeah, uh, but also because you're hilarious. Thank you. Uh, you have a lot of brilliancy. I think, I think overlooked brilliancy. <laughs> There's some diamonds in the rough of all your hilarity in there, but also because one, you know, you have your music that you do, you do production work, that kind of stuff. You're you're doing things that you love, and that's what the podcast is all about: is mm. putting people, um, not necessarily famous or what have you. Sometimes maybe they they have some level of fame, but mm. uh, just putting people out there that are. Here's, here's undiscovered stories of people that are doing the thing they love. Uh, they're boldly going, as I say, <clears throat> that maybe you would never hear from, and I want you to hear their story. Yeah. And you've got a great story. So, Well, well thank you. It's, 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 an, it's my story. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of biased. I think it's pretty sweet. Uh, no, so... So, talk, so, so tell the, the story song. of the so song. The song. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's start there. So, yeah, so I met Jason once or twice, maybe three times. Not not very much, uh, and it, it was you know it was in the church circuit, and, and I had just you know was pretty new to Watermark or whatever, and and uh, yeah, I actually thought your last name was so well. Yeah, well, <laughs> totally understandable because it's spelled that way. <laughs> also, <clears throat> I do have the joke in our family is that the uh, the rich the rich side of the family they they pronounce it so well. And the rest of us, non-rich side, pronounce it Saul. Uh, but legitimately, there is like part of the family that pronounces it Seoul. And one part of them have a, an aviation company in Panama City where I grew up. Mm-hmm. It's called Seoul Aviation. And for years, I don't know if it still is, but for years growing up, their, their slogan for the company was, where we treat you so well. Right. <clears throat> So I didn't coin the phrase. Brilliant. No, no. God. I'm just saying. People after my that's own gold. That's gold. No, it, is, it is. So, so yeah. So I met you. I met your. Uh, I met your fiance. I met some mutual friends now, but at the time they were just you know new friends. And uh, you were you were a rad dude, and I heard a lot of good things about you, and, the, and you know ninety percent of them are true. And, <laughs> and um, I don't know what happened, but I think it was like. I, I, it was it wasn't a conversation piece. It was like, well, how well do you know Jason? And I was like, Jason, I know him so well. And I was like, 
brilliant. I'm going with it. Apparently, I shared the same brilliant you know streak. And I did. I went home, and it literally took me like maybe two hours or three hours. And I just zoned into it, and I just came up with this little, and it was all on GarageBand on my iPad, and it was just like, <laughs> I want to do this, like, and I did all these, like, layering harmonies of, like, oh, yeah. like humming and stuff. It was just, around. No, no, and again, it's, it, it was recorded total crap. You know, I think I, I used the onboard microphone. I didn't use anything special, and I used all the instruments on it. I didn't play any actual instruments. It was all instruments on the GarageBand, mm-hmm. and then just really quick, just wrote this, this riff, you know, you know. How well do you know Jason? Jason, you know him so well. And, uh, and then I, I remember immediately, what, what's your, I, I think I was like, hey, what, what's, your, what's your phone number? I got I to gotta text you. Like, Let me send you this immediately. <laughs> like, and, and your response was brilliant. It was like, that's amazing. And I was like, well, thank you. And then, and, and then we became friends. And then I started helping you with yeah. the, you know, we started, I helped you, I think, uh, the first time, I think we really hung out was when it, we did affordable, the first affordable Christmas, which was a, not your first, but my first. Yeah. And uh, we hung out a little bit there, and then I, you know, I tried to get involved through my brother with uh, the Laundry Project, which yeah. was friggin' brilliant as well. And and uh, and yeah, and then we a couple hangs later, yeah, a couple high fives and some brewskis, and the next thing I know, we're in love. I do know you so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it turns out I, I really do know you pretty pretty well. So then uh, I feel like you did version two of the song and actually expanded it because you sent me you sent me a portion. Mm-hmm. And then you legitimately recorded it. Well, so now that I knew that I st- I'd struck <laughs> struck bronze, I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, this this needs some delving into. I shouldn't. I phoned in the first one. Uh, I paged the first version, <laughs> and then I phoned in the second version. Right? So no, I did. I went back. I think I added. I I, I want to say I added another verse. You did. It's it, got it, two it, verses. It, well, you know, and I think the second verse is the same as the first, but, you know, sometimes you got to do that. You know, like, it's why we're in a good thing. And uh, I think I, I, I added a few more elements, and, and now that I knew that the response was so great, I mean, I was, yeah. getting, I was getting a text message. You know? Listen, I was sending it to everybody. <laughs> I know, you were, because I walked in the church the next day, and um, people whose names I don't even know. We were like, dude, you're hilarious. That was the best thing ever. And I'm like, cool. Like, Wait, you, I don't know what you're talking about. What you're talking about. <clears throat> what, what, hey, hey, you, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, that song about Jason. And yeah, it floated around for a little bit. And I don't know, man. I don't know why I do the things that I do. You know, <laughs> just, I just yeah. do them. <laughs> uh, and that was one. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're not so yeah. great. Yeah. But, but that was, I'm happy that you used it and. I'm glad oh, that you liked it. It's, it was from oh, the bottom, bro. I loved it. From the bottom, I still love it. Obviously, it's good. Yeah, it's good it, it yeah. caps off the the podcast. Yeah. It's no, she loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's, <laughs> it's up there. You know, I want to say I want to say if the hierarchy of songs is anything, Beach Boys, of course, the Beatles, yes, some Bowie, sure, yeah, Justin Velarde, that one song below below Bowie. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. It'd be only because he's dead. Let's be honest. I mean, as soon as somebody <laughs> dies, their stock rises immediately. True. You know, no Speaking one knew which, who B, gonna, no one knew who B. Arthur was before she passed, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Golden Girls was just like, you know, it's a big show. And it's like, really, this piece of crap show is going on for her. By the way, I feel like you'll appreciate this. So, I recently read a story about scientists finding a orb purple glowing orb dude I follow you on Instagram oh I, I you saw it too oh, I went okay. for it yeah, oh. yeah. so I, oh yeah so here's the best part of this thing first of all let's be honest 
that whole story is the opener of every sci-fi monster disaster movie that's ever been made. Of course. It's like these scientists have never watched a movie. Right, ever. Or read a book that did not tell or them. Or just follow maybe, their instincts. Maybe we should, <laughs> maybe we should leave this thing alone, <laughs> not bring it on the boat, right. and or bring it ashore, and try to dissect yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I, so I didn't read the follow-up so, story, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. so follow-up story though was that a month has gone by. They still have no idea what it is. It's like a sea slug. And they're still no, they don't know. Uh, it's like a cucumber, like a sea. No, no the sea it's cucumber. round. I know, but it's like the same. Like uh, the thing I read, maybe was, the same texture. It's like a, it's the the consistency of a sea. But slug. the scientists, so they did a follow up and yeah. interviewed the scientists again, and yeah. they were like, "Month has gone by. We still have no idea what it is. Huh. We're still waiting for more onshore research to be done." Onshore. Yeah. So they brought it onshore. Not they just bring it on a boat. They brought it on land. We're all gonna die soon. From whatever hatches from this thing, just but <laughs> my, my a friend of mine. A lot of red flags about this I got so many things to say. Go a friend of mine <laughs> posted this thing, and I made a comment on it. <laughs> and she said, "Actually, my favorite response to the story is what one commenter said that <laughs> that it's." It's the soul of Prince that will be reborn, and he'll be better than ever. Okay, okay. That, this is one theory. Well, so when you don't know what something is, the theories can get pretty radical. I like that theory. I also, I, I'm more favoring the theory of that. Yeah, dude, it's totally like this is how movies. This is what movies are made of, mm-hmm. right? And every sci-fi movie is like pretty much a blueprint to what not to do, like horror yeah, movies, right? Bunch of college kids drinking in the freaking forest by a cabin in the woods. Bad situation. Listen, Never Scream, gonna end Scream made a franchise out right. of pointing out all the things you don't do. Exactly right. And we still and they still did them. They still did and it. They made four movies. And they had one guy that went, here's the thing you don't do. Right. Yeah. And it still happened. And he got shanked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And his and his career didn't Jamie Kennedy's career has still not recovered that well. <laughs> I mean, so he he may have not died in the movie, but he's he's not living well. All right, is what I'm gonna say. So, so, I mean, what's he up to? You ever think about that total side thing? You ever you ever, you ever want to know what like what happened to that guy? And and we're so blessed that we have the internet because you can literally Google what happened to that guy. What happened to the fat chunky kid from Sandlot? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? <clears throat> right. Well, he's doing well, uh, I think, or something. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. They don't all turn out like Josh Groban, you know, or not Josh Groban. <laughs> who's the other guy? Who's the who's the dude from Josh Groban's? The, oh, that's my lighter. Josh Groban's the singer. Who's the dude from uh, Goonies? The Big Brother. What was his name? Josh. Um, <laughs> it's like something Groban, right? What was his name? He's been in a bunch of movies. He's done pretty good. Brolin. Oh, Josh Brol Brolin. Brolin. Bro Broha. <laughs> yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah, he's a bro for sure. Good for him. Yeah, he's done a bunch of good movies. So that's good. So we know what he's up to. But my point is, is there's some people you don't know what they're up to. I digress. Um, jumping back to the orb. Yeah. Yes. If you find something at the bottom of the ocean glowing, you probably shouldn't bring it up. Right? You should probably just be like, oh, that's interesting, and put it back. In fact, I think there's laws against that. Why are they above the rule of law? Like, you're not allowed to pick seashells from certain beaches or bring a conch home. It's against, you know, you can't touch certain things. So how come these guys are allowed to touch, especially if it's like one thing that they found, right? The other thing that's interesting, kind of, is that, and, I don't, and I'm going to totally fudge this, uh, this 
oh god, this word and statistic. <laughs> Fudge's statistic is that like something like less than ten percent of the ocean floor we've discovered, or something. Like oh, that? we've only we've only explored five percent. Five percent, so even less than ten percent. So. Yeah. I don't know when you see those when you see those creatures, you know, like and and they're all glowing because it's super dark down there, and they've had to kind of evolve and adapt. I mean, maybe that's I don't know. I don't. Know. Either way, it's creepy. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Either way, it's creepy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I just think and I find it amazing that we that their instinct was let's just let's pluck that out of that little cavern. Right. <clears throat> Take that it. clearly that giant spider crab is protecting. Right. Oh, I didn't see the spider crab. Oh, I didn't watch the whole video. video. Oh, oh, yeah. If you watch the video, it's it's mind-boggling, fascinating, and creepy all and the scary. same time. Yeah, yeah scary. Frank, just and totally terrifying. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, let's talk about <laughs> something of right, substance go, go, here. Go, go, go. <laughs> no, uh, that's good. Yeah, look, we like to cover all the bases. So, I like to round the bases. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I want to go back to, you did stand-up. You did a, you did one, a stand-up I did set. One night, one night only. I did a one-night event. <laughs> it was one night only. Um, How did you feel after that? Oh, dude, no. Afterwards, I was so... <clears throat> I was so on cloud 11, 12, 13... Okay. That I would... Legit, I went home and started a podcast. I thought it was that funny. I started just... It was called This Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Oh. It's good. Right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, it was called This Justin. Oh, you're and, uh, the best. I know, dude. And this like, is why... Uh, <laughs> No, it it had all look. Here's 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 where I I'm so great and fall short at the same time. I have the best ideas, but my execution is just straight, just diarrhea. <laughs> right? It's just like just bloody, gross, horrible, just not calling sick to work for a week. Not good. You can't I, look, boss. I can't come in. <laughs> it's coming out. Of, I got a case of the number threes. Can't possibly make it. Right? But my ideas are good. I think I got good ideas. Okay. Yeah. You know, I just lack the. It's got it. Some yeah. people have that. Like you, you, you're definitely one of those people that like you have an idea, execution. You see the whole thing. You proper management, etc., etc., etc. You're one of those people. You got to know that's a gift, man. Because I'm like creative all day. I'm your guy, right? How to do it? I'm not Basically, logistics. <laughs> I'm not a logistics guy, right? Like, we need to put you in the room with the logistics. Oh, Basically, yeah. what you need. Yeah. <clears throat> where a lot of people like I need. I need an admin person to just walk around with me mm. all day, just follow me all day, and write down the things that I say yes to, right. or, you know, yeah, so you I'll need do personal that. personal assistant. Yeah. Because I'll forget as soon as I walk through that conversation. No, see, I have an what iPhone, this need. amazing thing called an iPhone. I just like, yeah, hey, remind help. me this. Yeah. Remind me that. Doesn't help. Type in note. Really? No. Well, you got to go back and read them. <laughs> That's the other thing. Okay, but anyway, so you need a yeah, personal yeah. assistant. My... My brain, like yours, jumps to so many other things. Somebody will hand me a business card. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch with I'm you. I'm your guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, Next day? I need to be able to go, this hold on to this. Remind me who this person yeah. is. Find out why yeah. and why and exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not uncommon what, for people that are super successful because you, you're doing I, so much. I mean, right? that's very generous to say super successful. I'm not quite in that category, but... Uh, All right. Well, that's what you need. That's interesting. What you need. We're gonna revisit this. <laughs> what you need. Remind me to revisit this conversation. <laughs> Anyways, what I what I, I need. like what you need. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what you need. Is someone at their job is just, just <laughs> every idea that you come up with. Got it. And just start working on it. <laughs> like oh when my you god! Say a brilliant. brilliant idea. Yes. They just go. Got it. Yeah, but, but that, there's like a line of people that every idea. 
All right, I'm on it, boss. Yeah. And they just start working. God, it's just another one. Just just catching the gold as it's falling out, is what you're saying. So I need a gold yeah. catcher. You need a gold just catcher. Just somebody with a net just catching these beautiful butterflies all day. Just, <laughs> oh, there's another one, boss. Good job, Justin. You're so great. <laughs> and they're just feathering me with compliments and glory. You're right. Oh, my God. It, I do oh, need that. That's great. Man. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I think everybody needs that, right? A something. Here's what people need. And I'm going to back this up by all the self-help things that work for people. People need constant, like, dude, good job, man. Right? Like, they need just – maybe it's a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got dad issues. Maybe you got mom issues. Maybe it's your boyfriend. I don't know. I don't know who he is <laughs> or she, maybe. But, you know, people – you need we, – we need that. I think it's good to have kind of like, hey, man, good job. Or hey, that's a really great idea. Or hey, you know what? You're really you're, you know, compliments, man, or encouragement. Or I, I feel like we don't do that enough. Do you feel that way? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we're so quick to tear each other down, tear ourselves down even worse. We're our own worst enemies. You mentioned you don't like listening to your own podcast. You mentioned that earlier, and I totally get it because as a musician, like every time I write a song, with the exception of the, of the song I wrote for you, which is solid, solid bronze, but. No, but uh, yeah, do you, we're our own worst critics, we're our own worst enemies, we're our own, we're the, we're the people that tell us, no, you can't do that. Like, all my great ideas, why 80% of them don't come to life is because I'm like, ah, it wasn't that great. All right? Or, or I don't have the resources of the time or whatever, but most of the time yeah. it's like you talk yourself out of it. You're like, oh man, this would be, wouldn't be cool if XYZ, mm-hmm. right? Well, you know, I work, I literally work in an industry and in a world where people have the, some of them have amazing ideas and some of them have the most ridiculous ideas, like a, a cane that can reach over and, and clasp, the, has right. a little grab around it a bit that I think people used to pick up garbage with. And people were like, well, why pick up garbage when you can get the remote that's five feet away? Yeah, right? why not? Right. It's a Bozo thing. Dude, brilliant. Making money. Tons of oodles and noodles of money. Right? Of course it is. ShamWow. Right? It's pretty it, much a towel. Of course, of course it's, it's a towel. Make, <laughs> right? Of course it makes money. Anything that will make us lazier. Right. I don't have to move to right. pick up that thing. Mm. Done. I'll buy it. Great. Or even, here's the thing. It wasn't, so it's problem solution, right? But sometimes we create problems. In my world, I create a problem that's not really even a problem. Mm. Right? Just to convince you, Jason, or your loved ones... To buy this endless amount of shenanigans, uh-huh. some of which you need, and some of which you know you don't. Now, some of it does have incredible value, but sometimes it's just like, really, I don't, I don't see the purpose. I don't see the, the value in this, right? But I have to create value, right? <clears throat> right. So, you know, I've mentioned the back. company and all that kind of stuff, but no. uh, <clears throat> what you do for yes. a living is I'm a producer <clears throat> and director for a direct response company. Here in the greater Tampa Bay. What is direct response? It's direct to consumer sales. Uh, some people call them infomercials. Okay. HSN is here. I don't work for HSN. I can't say that. But um, it's very similar. There's a, there's a huge market now with the internet. You know, a lot of people, you probably buy a majority of stuff online. Sure. Amazon's doing great. Obviously, that's the way to buy it. That's all direct to consumer stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so I work in that industry. My actual job, uh, I, I wear many hats. <laughs> uh, but my actual job daily is to pre-produce, um, coordinate crews, uh, location scouting, things of that nature, talent, book talent, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 
and then <clears throat> day of the shoot, execute shows uh, their scripts that we, we come up with shot lists and stuff like that, and then and then there's a whole post production. Excuse me, the whole post production uh, process where you sit in with the editor and you kind of make sure that the shots that you shot uh, were intended for the sequencing and blah blah blah. So it's mm-hmm. it sounds really really cool. And I'm incredibly blessed to have the job, but just like any job, it has its it has its days where you're pulling your hair out, and it has its days where you're, you know, you're you're happy as can be. But it's a challenge. It's a stressful, mm-hmm. very very stressful. I bite my fingernails. I don't know if you noticed. I'm incredibly anxious that way. Yeah, it's probably because all these ideas, man. I'm just got, <laughs> it's over. You got gold. <laughs> just just oozing, out. just oozing. That yeah, way, yeah. But uh, yeah, but it's a cool job, man. I'm blessed for sure. And, and like I said, I didn't go to school for it. Um, it, it kind of uh, one opportunity led to another opportunity led to another opportunity that I just continued to say yes to, which I think is a big testament to life. Uh, for anybody who's listening to this, is that yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, you can. <clears throat> Uh, you don't have school is good. You get only for knowledge. You know what I'm saying. But and for skill, if you want to develop a skill set, or you want to broaden your horizons, or open up your mind to, to, to different experiences, different cultures, different theologies, different theory, anything, any of that stuff. That's great. All great and fine and well. But ultimately, you got to roll up your sleeves. And if you want to do something, just get just dive right in and do it. Do it with all your heart. Do it with all your soul. Yeah, that's what I believe, and that's the only reason I have the job that I have now. That I'm now qualified for, but was completely not qualified for yeah. five years ago, right? So, and, and so, yeah. So, basically what you're saying is everybody needs a hype man. Right. We all, we all need... Your own hype man. Yeah. We all need... You're right. There's yeah, we're a, a bunch of haters, a, man. A buddy of mine, uh, another guy that was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. he's a writer, producer, like making his own films, that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. really starting to get into it. Uh, <clears throat> and he talked about Indiana Jones being one of, as a kid yeah. his favorite movie it's still to this day his favorite movie of course it but is but the, the he referred to uh, at one point you know the scene near the end where Indy's fighting the big guy around the plane the plane's going in circles and he's fighting the guy that's way bigger than him yeah. <clears throat> and he just keeps getting up he keeps he gets yeah. you know he's, he's like literally he's going at it not, yeah. not doing a thing to that guy in one punch that guy knocks him down, but he gets back up, keeps going, right. and he referred as to only it, Harrison Ford could do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so he he referred to it like that inner thing of of the uh, your your inner Indiana Jones, like uh, you know, getting up like that, being your own hype man. But I think I think it, I think everyone needs the external hype man first before they really. Right, you need to surround yourself with people. Well, so so you know, and you you've heard the whole old saying like you you lay down with dogs, you get fleas. You want to be a doctor, hang out with doctors. You want to be a lawyer, man. I mean, surround yourself with the people that you want to be, um, just because you know things rub off. And so, we're with TV and the internet and all this stuff. We're so inundated with like yeah, just horrible shit. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like negativity yeah. a lot of like especially the news is in media outlets some, most of them are just hate filled and negative, negatively charged right mm-hmm. so it's important to whether it's with your family your girlfriend your boyfriend whatever your, your, whatever your thing is um, is to be around the people that uh, inspire you encourage you um, you know that make you laugh man you gotta laugh Dude, we're so mm-hmm. serious all the time. I mean, that's the other thing, dude. If you if you're you, you got you got all this hate in your heart and you got all this seriousness in your heart, there's no room. There's no room for life. 
mm. right? So you got to fill that space with something. So if you're holding on to, you know, your, your dad didn't buy you that pony or that bird or whatever, or if you're holding on to that ex-boyfriend or girlfriend that, you know, and you, now you have trust. If you're holding on to all this stuff, there, there's only so much space in a human heart and a human brain that you got to get rid of some of that stuff to make room for the good stuff. You know, otherwise when those good things are coming, in my opinion, they're, you're just kind of naturally deflecting them or, you know, very unnaturally deflecting them, but you're not open to to greatness, man. We're so capable of greatness. And if I had, uh, you know, somebody that was writing down my, all my ideas, I'd be probably much greater than I am right now <laughs> and definitely more humble. But <laughs> No, no, but seriously, I think that I, I, believe, I believe that. Now, I am the hugest hypocrite because, in this case, because, yeah, I tear myself down every single day. You know, I wake up. I don't sure. wake up and birds are chirping and like it's not a freaking Disney yeah. movie. You know what I'm saying? Like we're called, you know animated birds flying around and stuff. Right. You know, I wake up and sometimes I'm like, oh god, dude, like this this is gonna suck. You know, or you know, maybe you're having you know maybe it's a financial thing or whatever it is. You know, but sometimes you wake up, you're like, ah, it's hard. But like the Indiana Jones point, <clears throat> yeah, dude, you're gonna knuckle up, dude, because it's tough out there. But it's also so great. You know? Does that pick up on your heartbeat? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, just headphones. It's, it's okay. But uh, yeah, it's important to. Uh, is, yeah, it's important to, uh, to to listen to yourself and to talk your as much as you talk yourself out of doing your things. Try just try talking yourself into doing things. Ooh. Say yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's good. Yeah, yeah. Talk to yourself advice. into into doing it. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's the thing. I try to, you know, like right now, I got some some pretty big decisions that are coming up in my life personally that um, I'm all over the place about. You know, uh, uh, which because uh, they're exciting and they're scary and they're new and you know, um, I'm bringing a little bit of my past into it, past experiences and, and pretty much fear ultimately. Like, well, this happened last time, so you know, mm-hmm. and that's just human. But but sometimes, dude, it, it, what, who cares about last time? You know, it's this time. I'm like yeah. down at that bottom of the well, man. We're looking at coins with all my buddies, and we're like, you know, this year, this is my wish, my dream, and <laughs> it didn't come true. And I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. <clears throat> no, that's uh, get it. That's that's brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Uh, write that down. I, I, I write it down. <laughs> write that like, down. There's so much brilliancy in every, and so much of what you just said. Great point. Yeah. If there's so, if there's so much hate and negativity in your heart, there's no room for life. Like that's the part that you're missing out on. If you're yeah. so angry about things all the time or hateful about things or <clears throat> negative about things all the time, mm-hmm. like there's you're right, there's no room for just life and all the goodness that life has. True story. Somebody said to me at work one time, why, why are you always – it was early in the morning. Good morning. I'm like very – when I get in there, like I, I'm not like grumpy in the morning. You know, I'm not like, don't talk to me if I don't have my coffee, which some people are that way and they're horrible human beings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, some people are morning people and I get up and you know, I'm, I've kind of embraced the day on good days for the most part. But when I go into work, I, I'm like, hey, good morning. I don't just kind of blast through there. And somebody made a comment to me. This is wow. It must have been a couple years ago. But they go, why are you always in a good mood? And I said, because you're not. <laughs> now, while that may have seemed <laughs> abrasive <laughs> and maybe a little bit hurtful, they weren't. They were one of those sour grapes, you know, you know, uh, I don't know what their problem was. And maybe a real human being would have sat down and dove into that. But who has time, <laughs> who has time for that shit? <laughs> you're not that important. <laughs> but, uh, but it was just kind of like, because, yeah, because you're grumpy. 
So, like, I'm not... If I'm grumpy and you're grumpy, that's a whole lot of grumpy, right? Huh. Yeah. And then that just kind of self... That just kind of feeds the grumpy... The grumpiness. <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong. I get grumpy. But for the most part, like, you know, I like to be like, hey, yeah, today's going to suck. But you know what? It's not going to suck. It has every reason to suck. <laughs> and if I mm-hmm. if I feed that... You know, which which monster are you feeding? Which dragon are you feeding? You know, feed, you're going to feed that mouth, the, the grumpy mouth. Or you're going to feed the optimistic... <clears throat> You know, hey, I can do... Yes, I can. Yeah. I can do this. Uh, I have it in me to do this. I've earned, you know, like, I, I've literally earned this position as well as been blessed. And I'm, in this case, I'm speaking about work because it's incredibly challenging for me. You know, like, I deal with a lot of stressful stuff. But, you know, so for me, it's with work. You know, it's like, oh, man, like, it sucks. But sometimes... But I, I worked my, my tail off to get here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I have a skill set for it. And so there's value there, you know. And so, mm-hmm. so value to yourself to be like, you know what, dude, you didn't... You know, you, you earned it. And so you're worth it. And we, we're so hard on ourselves that I think we forget that. And so it's easy to go home and kick the dog because, you know, of course, it's the dog's fault. Yeah. You know, that you went to work grumpy. Yeah. Right? You see what I'm saying? Like, sure. It all kind of just bleeds. It's like a cancer. It just kind of spreads throughout yeah. life and through uh, relationships. Yeah, you're and, so right. And work. And that's why people cut people off. Right? It's not because you're late. Yeah. Right? You're mad that you're late. And you're mad that you're late because <clears> you didn't want to go to work. So that's why you didn't get up early. You know what I'm saying? It's all, mm-hmm. Everything piggybacks on it. Oh, yeah. So you cut yeah. this dude off. Now this dude's going to go to work and be crappy to this person who's going to go home and beat his wife. Hopefully not. But, yeah. you know? Right. It just, it just yeah. spreads this like, oh, well, what really happened? Well, this guy cut me off today. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that sucks, man. I'm sorry somebody did that to you. And all of a sudden they talked about it and the ones are like, yeah, F that guy. Mm-hmm. No big deal. And they go on about their day. But, the, you know, again, it's just, you know, we all, we eat ourselves up with all the shenanigans. Oh. Yeah. I totally digress from to the, the orb. I know we're talking about Indiana yeah, Jones right. and the orb. <laughs> no, that's so true. So I think, I, I think, the, I mean, everyone, everyone needs to hear that, be reminded of that. I, I worked at Starbucks for six years mm-hmm. and I got to a point where I realized the guy or girl across the counter that's treating me or the other, <clears throat> whoever else, uh, barista uh, terribly because we had put six sugars in their in their coffee. How, how dare you? Or, how could you? Or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. Like, <laughs> or because yeah. the line moved too slow, or we, you know, all that kind of stuff. Myriad of reasons. I realized one day, like it dawned on me one day, like you're not really mad at you're not really mad at me yeah. because this is all a ridiculous thing to be mad at. It's just coffee. Yeah, <clears throat> mad at your father. Your well, or that, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But you, <laughs> no, I realize like there is probably outside these doors, you work a job, earn a family, whatever the case may be, where you feel like you have no control whatsoever. Hmm. That you're getting beat down constantly by whatever it is, and you walk in here, and this is the one place you feel in control, and yeah. all of that just bubbles to the surface at that moment. Just like you said, like with the cutting someone off like yeah. you control you could control that that moment and it made you feel better about all the crap <clears throat> prior to that yeah I agree I agree with that sometimes too I feel like people you know we're, we're so interesting we, we like I, I mentioned earlier I bite my fingernails we, we do that to ourselves we kind of sometimes subconsciously hurt ourselves does that make sense mm-hmm. and it's in such a weird way because we feel like the, all the reasons you said, I'm mad, I don't deserve it, or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guilt-ridden, or whatever the deal is, right? But we, mm-hmm. we do, we kind of take things out on ourselves. So somebody cutting somebody off isn't really like, I'm going to cut this guy off to show him who's boss. It's like this internal, 
instinct that pretty much I'm a selfish prick. <laughs> it's pretty mm-hmm. much what they say. I'm a jerk, and I'm the most important thing in the world. It's the same thing about sure. coffee. Is yeah. I, my world is my own. We I agree with you. We all do. Right, exactly. We all have that. There's, everything revolves around <laughs> you. Um, I do think it's interesting, though, is that I have before in Starbucks, which ironically, is that um, I've, I've had or watched altercations like that go down between yeah. customer, employee. <clears throat> and I've worked in retail, uh, you know, most of my <clears throat> life, or, and I was a server, bartender, you know, for a restaurant. So you see those kinds of things. You see, you see grumpy employees that have the crappiest sections, right? That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have the crappiest section all the time. Really, I was just in that section last night. I made plenty of money, right? Mm-hmm. But there's these people that have this mentality that everything's the worst. But then on the customer thing, the same thing. You know, you could have the same meal every single time. And in and, and restaurants, it's pretty much cookie cutter for the most part. They have a formula. Sometimes mm-hmm. it varies depending on the cook. But for the most part, the recipe is the recipe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but people just like to vent. And you're right. It's not about the... The six sugars, right? It's, yeah. It's that, you know, my my wife and I are having problems. My kid, my my teenage daughter is at it. You know, she's hormonal and going out of control or whatever it is. But there's some backstory, right? Yeah. There's this, there's this yeah. Really, or maybe even it's not even that big a deal. Maybe just somebody's just pissed. You know what I'm saying? And the reality yeah. situation is that okay, well, we're human beings. I get there. I've been there. And sometimes you just gotta. You need a hype man. You need somebody, which I think is supposed to be your wife or your best friend. You know, it makes me nervous when I see people that don't have a something or someone, a friend. Or sure. you got to have somebody to bounce your crazy ass ideas off of. You got to have somebody to ground you too, to be like, "Yo, man, yeah. that's a little wild." So <laughs> reel the back in. You know, right. what I mean, that would be nothing without my family. They're great that way. They're yeah. just like, "Yo, hey, your ideas aren't all gold, and you're not that funny." So. And but then, but then you come thing. to me and I tell you, hey, that's gold. Yeah, because, that's gold. Because we have that. But sometimes yeah. you need somebody. Like my Absolutely. Girl, my yeah. girlfriend thinks I'm funny and not funny, which blows my mind <clears throat> because I'm one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a, my philosophy about – I have a lot of philosophies about humanity. But one of them I maintain is that it, the the yin and yang theory is very is very true. We're all equally – Dark and terrible, and the worst of humanity, and at the same time, within every one of us is equally light and beautiful, and the best that humanity humanity can be. Mm. We always talk about like when people do bad things, I feel like we talk about like oh they were the bad egg and whatever whatever yeah. context. And I I was going no nah, we should we shouldn't be surprised because we all all of us given the right situation right. Set of circumstances. Mm. All of us may we'll do that. Make do that, that terrible right. thing. Exactly. Make that choice. We all, we all, you know, could be just as terrible as that person. Absolutely. Uh, but conversely, we all could be just as great as that person that we look at. Right. And but it depends on what we feed and what we give into. Right. And, but that's the optimism that Jason, I believe, people mm-hmm. don't have. Right. Some people are like, well, some people are just bad. That's it. Cut mm-hmm. Right. Whereas you're like, yeah. We all have the opportunity to do this, but we also have the opportunity. I'm saying there's a choice there. For some people, yeah. they feel, even though that's not true, we all have a choice. Some people feel like there is no choice. I have to steal. There is no choice. Sure. I have well, to and be, circumstance you know, dictates those choices right, course, and right. all of those kinds of yeah. things. Uh, my, what I, my thing is we see it all the time between in people. We see it in the, we see it in the guy that yells at the, at the barista. Yeah, about the shit. <laughs> But then, <laughs> but then on you know on Saturday morning, right. uh, <clears throat> or whatever day it is, he's the most generous person to 
to uh, to the person in need that he comes in contact with. You know, it's that constant back and forth within every human being. I think we see it all the time. We just don't recognize that. Oh, and I'm I'm that. You know, and I think yeah, I've had great days and I've had really horrible days and I've had just days, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, but I think again, you're. I think we're every every uh, every day we're faced with choices, right? You're faced with choices to be bitchy about. You know, Starbucks burns my coffee all the time. I get burnt <laughs> coffee from Starbucks all the time, and it's frustrating. I still go there, right? A logical person would go someplace else, right? Doesn't happen every day, but it happens, okay? So, but I don't get mad. I, I choose to go, you know what? It's just coffee. Mm-hmm. But for some people, that's the end of the world. And again, not because that's mm-hmm. the end of the world, because it's something else, but... Uh, uh, we're, we're both saying the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, frog potatoes. No, but I, no, I think <laughs> we're both saying the same thing. Yeah. No, but I think what, I, I think you're absolutely right. The, I mean, it's a it's a funny statement, but yeah, everybody needs everybody needs the hype man. Everyone needs that person. Yes, yeah. you can do it. Yes, you're, you're good. You, you got can make this. it. You're you good. Got, you got this. That is gold. Right, and, and sometimes it's not even you know it, it, it just comes in so so many fun ways like you know, saying good morning to people it, it like they piss off that person but there's a lot of people that are like dude like I love being around you your energy like because you're one of those cats too you know what I'm saying it's like being around you there's this energy you know that you kind of share and it's positive and you're just mm-hmm. like yeah man this is funny and you know I mean there's something that you bring to the table that way and there's some people that bring to the table just like they're frumpy and you know well, well you know. How are you? Well, the sun came up, so I guess I'm fine. Uh-huh. It's like, all right. <laughs> they, they call them Debbies. They're just straight up downers. Speaking of that, what about, there's one of my favorite scenes. You've seen the movie uh, We Were Soldiers. Remember that movie? With uh, Mel Gibson and... Uh, no, it's, uh, it's I don't Vietnam. think I saw it, but yeah, yeah. I do know he did a movie where... There's a great story. I can think of the there's cover. A, there's of a the great movie. scene where the sergeant major... Who's played by Sam Houston, I think it is, if you know. Yeah, I like yeah. Sam Houston. Mustache yeah. guy. Tombstone. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he he's plays the Sergeant Major, who's this like real gruff, like uh, Yeah, he's playing that like, role. Yeah. yeah. He's Sergeant Basically, Major. Basically he's Sam Major Houston. Sergeant. Yeah. So <laughs> So one of these you know, one of these uh, you know, privates, every morning they would pass each other going going to the thing and you know, the private would say, Good morning, good morning, Sergeant Major. The guy was guy was never nice, like but just gruff. And so, I think one of the first one of the first times he does it, he he says uh, he sees him coming, he like straightens up, and he's like, "Good morning, morning, Sergeant Major." And the Sergeant Major goes, "How do you know what kind of JD day it is?" <laughs> I laugh every time because he's so like, "How how do you know if it's a good day?" <laughs> yeah. And you know, kind of well, you know, and and yeah, do people? Yeah, uh-huh. some people bring that to the table. Here's the other thing too: we're blessed, and so maybe all the things I'm saying are because you know I'm white and I live in America and I, and I grew up with privilege, right? In a lot of ways, mm-hmm. depending, like you were saying, circumstance. And under any circumstance, yeah. anybody can be a total piece of crap or sure. a, a, a murderer or a thief or whatever, right? Yeah. Under circumstantial, uh, you know, situations. But so so maybe I am a hypocrite. You know, maybe if the tables were turned, maybe if we had a trading places situation going on there, <laughs> I'd be dead accurate. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, right? Not that I have yeah. him now. In the beginning of the movie, I've never, I've never been dead accurate. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> nor have I ever truly been Eddie Murphy. Yeah. But my point is, is that I think the point of that movie, and therefore this comment, is, yeah, switch people around, man, and and you'd be. You'd be amazed at what people are capable of in a good way. I see the good side of it. Mm-hmm. If you give people an opportunity 
you'd be amazed at what they can do. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And not just let down. Yeah. Although I do want to talk about millennials real quick. <laughs> can we? <laughs> can we spend a minute on it? Just real quick. First of all, I hate that. I hate that. I don't term. like it either. I hate that. <clears throat> it, yes. Go, go for it. it. It is a very, very. I'm a millennial. <clears throat> okay. Technically speaking, mm-hmm. right? Uh, even though I'm 34 years old, I'm, the age, uh, the dates are, you know, I don't know. It's like I'm, it's, a, it's also, this, it's the same way that like my Zodiac, I'm a Leo. Am I? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could totally be Gemini. I don't know what that means, but like they seem cool. I could be them. Anyways, yeah. my point is this. All right. So uh, in my work, we deal with a lot of internships, things like that. Uh, I work with a lot of young people. Um, whether it's for school or maybe they're trying to break into the business front of, front of camera, back of camera, whatever their deal is, right? Whatever everybody's different situation. And in my experience, with a younger generation, and I'm talking like under 30 now today, there seems to be this, there seems to be this entitlement. Mm-hmm. Maybe that existed before. Right? Like maybe our parents said the same thing about us, dude. Like these kids, these stinking brats, you know, like out the, you know, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so maybe it's always been there and it's just our version or our interpretation sure. at times. But I will say that there's not a lot of people in my experience. Uh, I'm more disappointed at work with potential people uh, than I am, like, uh, you know, surprised. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I am more surprised. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I just said the mm-hmm. same thing twice. <laughs> my point is, this. <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. And and so you work, you know, obviously when all your all your you're doing so much, you know, but when when you work with how do, do you feel that way at all about do you there, there's, there's not this drive or there's not this like giddy up and go or this fire, this passion, this work ethic. There's none of the do you feel like that that um, seems do you do you feel less and less about that or do you feel like it's the same or No, I think it my experience it's it's uh I think it's this way with most things. It's it's uh Individual based. I think there's some individuals that that's how they are. They were conditioned that way. They were raised that way. They were taught to to do that. Right. <clears throat> and I think there's others that aren't. That weren't. Never were. And they they aren't. And someone hasn't, like you said, someone's not been their hype man of like, hey, get out of bed. Yeah. Do your, this is responsibility. You gotta you gotta do your thing. Like, yeah. um, you, know, you gotta take your licks and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I really think it comes down to each individual. There's, I, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like my grandfather probably said the same thing about Your parents. my parents' age. Yeah. You know, that they had no drive and on and on. Yeah, well, because he walked, you know, barefoot to school uphill yeah. both ways. Well, well, because he fought in World War II, right. which is, you know, that generation Whatever. two is like the, you know, they're, and we call them the greatest generation. Like, that's how we refer to them. And I think... I think there's probably terminology that we use and we apply um, certain philosophies to people and eventually begin to believe it. I think even with, for example, with millennials, quote unquote, um, the more they're talked about in that light, the more they're going to act that way. Right, because their hype man is... You're lazy. Yeah. The, yeah. They're 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 being told. That's the beast that we're feeding. Right. Exactly. Right. I get you. That's not me. I mean. Not the best person in in history to ever quote, but um, <laughs> Adolf Hitler, Hitler said did, actually. <laughs> oh, dude, Hitler's amazing. philosophy yeah. was 
you tell a lie long enough and loud enough, eventually people begin to believe it. Totally believe it. And it probably that probably was not a new thing to him. Right. Um, but even you go back to you go back to uh, the the days of the Colosseum. You know, there's there's all kinds of uh, quotes where they would where they made statements of you know you give people games and 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 free bread and uh, you can take their liberties away and they'll they'll cheer you for it. Right. Because the more like what you feed, what you tell them and condition someone to, this is who you are. That's. Right. Eventually, what they believe in. Yeah, just, they start subscribing to that and yeah. acting accordingly. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Wow. So That's basically, so this whole episode. I know. Anytime you say the worst person to quote is. I was like, not uh, Gandhi. Everyone's <laughs> 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 about Gandhi. Anything that guy so, in the Bible. Uh, yeah, so basically, this whole episode <laughs> comes down to everybody needs their hype man and they need to believe that hype man. Yeah, be your own hype man and, and be somebody else's hype man. Mm. So start, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a two, it's not, it's not a wait for your hype man to come around so you can do great things. Be your own, right? Because mm-hmm. then you'll know how to be a good one to somebody else. Mm. Because the same problems you have are pretty much more or less the same problems I have. The same concerns that are yours are the same concerns that are mine. They really truly are, right? There's probably financial something, right? There's probably wanting to be loved. Maybe it's a family type of thing, stability of some sort, right? We all share these things. Yeah. Right now, there are some people out there that are like, you know, maybe they're different or they're variations of that. But ultimately, we all want the same thing. What do mm-hmm. we want? We just want to do. We want to do. We want to work a job and make a good wage and do a great job and have some fan, you know, time for fun and, and friends and family and, and and whatnot. And I think that's ultimately we share in that. So be that. Encourage somebody to do that, dude. Tell them. Just be like, yo, man, just go. Go get that money. You want that money? Go get that money. You want that girlfriend? Go get that girlfriend, man. Mm-hmm. They're just, yeah, whatever it is. And go get it. Or, you know, again, if it's bad for him, you know, you got to be that hype man, maybe too. It's like, yo, man, yeah, maybe, maybe don't get that girlfriend. <laughs> Pretty sure that girl has a penis. <laughs> if, you, if, you're in that si- well, if you're in that situation, don't encourage that. You know what I'm saying? Be the other hype man. Be like, you know what? Not that girl. This girl, though. Constructive. Be yeah. constructive with your hype. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Constructive hype sure. man. So, um, real quick. Yep. Because we've been talking for a while. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up. Oh, here. we're chatty Cathy's. I know. We'll have to have you back for another one. Uh, for we could probably just cut this into two. <laughs> uh, but I do want to talk about your music a little bit. Okay, cool. Like, so uh, I don't play as much as I used to, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, but I still do play. I'm actually playing this Friday at the State Theater. Okay. I got a Wait, show. So Friday night? Uh, so the 9th. The ninth, yeah, okay. Yeah, so this upcoming Friday. I don't know when this airs. Do you air? It's tomorrow. So the seventh. Well, the so yeah. two days from right Shameless now. plug coming your way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Paint the Town Red, myself and my buddy Eric are playing. Uh, we're opening at the State Theater for um, this band, uh, some buddy of ours called Resonated Reggae Rock Band. Pretty fun stuff mm-hmm. if you like that kind of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple other bands. And forgive my ignorance. I, I don't know. It. I don't know everybody on the bill, but fun show. I like those shows because usually you know it's there are a bunch of you know weed smoking chill people and I, I like that it's my kind of shows my kind of people, <laughs> you know kind of people. I don't smoke weed but I like people that smoke yeah. weed because they're usually pretty cool <laughs> you know, they're mellow and they're pretty fun like, yeah. yeah they're fun good to talk to you. good taps so uh, that's happening at State Theater unfortunately I don't have crazy details uh, I'm sure it costs uh, uh, there's a ticket price and I'm sure there's a door time <laughs> and, uh, not for me though no 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 no, mm. no not, there's no ticket no. price for me no no you can just... come whenever you can come at any time yeah. you want yeah, yeah you can I'm be there saying, early you can be there late 
Yeah. I'm with Velarde. Yeah, but hey, I'm, I'm Velarde's hype man. I gotta, I gotta hype him up. I'll be like, yo, it's my hype man. Yeah, it can't possibly go on. Uh, guys, where's my hype man? Uh, but yeah, so that that's happening this this Friday. And again, if you search for it, if you feel so inclined, uh, resonated State Theater, September 9th. All the details are there someplace. Yeah. If you want to go, do the work. I'm not going to do everything for you. <laughs> if you want to be there, be there. <laughs> um and then I got some other little things I'm doing. I'm trying to. I'm currently writing like a new album, kind of that's like kind of slow going. It's mm-hmm. not coming in as quick to me as other songs that I've written. Uh, you just you're just doing the Guns Guns and Roses route. You're, gonna, you're just taking the ten year route. Well, no, I'm not gonna do Chinese democracy. <laughs> oh gosh, jeez. No, 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 I'm gonna try to. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of like in this weird place. Uh, I'm, I'm currently. You, inspiration comes from the funniest places, as we talked about uh, earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently dating this uh, very, very wonderful girl. It's been almost a year, and uh, it there's a lot of challenges there in the relationship, and that's very inspiring in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I'm kind of writing some. There's some feelings there that I'm attaching. I'm trying to put into sing song, <laughs> and uh, so that's good. So, yeah, I'm gonna try to record a new album. Uh, the place that I work has a recording studio, which I'm blessed. It's like it's kind of weird that even though I'm going this way in my career as far mm-hmm. as film and TV and stuff like that, is that the music's always my first love, and so that's still there. Mm-hmm. And so it's a nice way to say, hey. You still have this opportunity to see that. So I'm gonna try to record a new album this year, uh, or by you know by the end of 2017, hopefully. And um, what else is going on? Uh, family's great. I started my own podcast. I told you that with, with yeah. uh, my, my brothers, which is cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. What's so it's called Three Thangs. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if we spell it T H A N G S. Uh-huh. I want to. I don't know if that'll get rolled out. But uh, pretty much. Uh, it literally just started. I think we were like on episode one and half, one one and one half. Okay. Uh, the first one was total bust. It was like we tried to do it from separate locations. It was like postal service, but for podcast, <laughs> podcast service. It's horrible. Uh, this last episode we just did at my brother Joey's house, or Jay, as you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it was much better because now we're on the same room. It, the energy's in the room. They try oh, yeah. to do this whole yeah, like yeah. I'm like, you guys want to have a conference call and record it? That's no offense. That sounds retarded. Conference calls are the worst. That sounds retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like having conference calls for work, <laughs> let alone like on my free time. But uh, but yeah, we're working on some kinks. But it's called Three Things, and pretty much the premise is, is that three brothers, three things. We all kind of bring something to the table and. You know, just like this conversation, mm-hmm. it just, you know, they're the same as me. We just chatty Cathy yeah. as it spins off where it spins off. Yeah. And we try to wrangle back up. But we're working it out. So I think the idea there is to do like eight or nine episodes and then just release them. You know, and just okay. kind of kind of go from there. So, so you put them all out at once. Well, well, no, but we'll release them like at once a week. But I think okay. we want to kind of bank some shows. Oh, I don't know. Right. We've never done this, and I'm sure I could Google what's the best way, or even talk to you because you're successfully doing it. It's like, like your mic is way better than mine. Mine, I think I, mean, I used a boner got crappy like, mic. I've got like maybe yeah. ten people listening. Yeah. So cool. people in the other room, they're listening. Right. So well, that's that's twelve that's, people. That's uh, there we that's go. Twelve people. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's more people than we have. Yeah. But I, my thing, though, here's the thing that I, I think everyone should approach it this way, is that my, of course, I always think my way is the best. I'm the only one that's right on every subject. No, man. Hey, basically, yeah, I, to I say. agree with you. I, get, I agree with you, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, Keep going. Uh, <laughs> no, but my thing was, like, I started, I started a podcast thinking, you know, if no one else listens to it, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to learn something from it. I want to have these conversations with people and I want to record them and I'm going to put them out there and if no one listens to it if five people listen to it great yeah. if a thousand people listen to it 
Yeah, if you're awesome. the next Tim, what's his name? Tim Ferriss or whatever. You're the next Tim Ferriss. <clears throat> he's a sure. big podcaster. Yeah. So apparently um, he's big in the podcast world. Yeah. So uh, my thing is like if I'm enjoying it, I'm learning from it, then that's what matters. Right. Well, so oh, okay. Oh, I remembered. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> I remembered. Oh. I don't need my own personal assistant. I asked you about success. You made a comment earlier that that was interesting, and this will be the last thing we talk about. <laughs> but you, I said, you know, you're doing pretty. You're pretty successful, and you scoffed. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know about all that. <laughs> so I have a question. Are you mm-hmm. just being humble, or do you truly feel like all the thing you feel like being, you know, recognized by the Tampa Bay Lightning and doing all the wonderful, you know, charity work that you're doing and literally changing lives? You don't think that's successful? You don't find that um, successful? Yeah, no, that's a good point. You're okay. Right. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> just, I, I thought so too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I think. Um, I'm not putting you down. I'm just curious no, no. what. What I'm not good at taking compliments. I don't. None of us are. I. That's why we work so hard. I never know the proper way to respond to to compliments. Thank you. This gets right there. Sure. But even when I say thank you, I feel like ah, that wasn't that wasn't enough. Like yeah, it's like getting show... a birthday present on your birthday. You're like, yeah. oh shit, I didn't get you anything. I feel awkward. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah. So I'm not. You know, I'm never. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I don't take those things very well. But I also think. My personality is fit, fitting to our conversation. My personality is always, yeah, that was great, but it could have been this. Like, yeah, okay, we, we accomplished this, but mm-hmm. we could have accomplished this much mm-hmm. had we done this, this, and this. Right. Rather than ra- – what I struggle with is just stopping and taking the moment of, yeah, we did a, we did a good thing. Right. And letting that good thing be what it is. Right. Uh, I have to work to do that. My natural personality is, yeah, we did a good thing, but it could have been such a better thing yeah. had we done X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or, um, you know, it could have been, oh, we got that new story. Well, why weren't the other? You know, it's almost like that. But I've gotten better because mm. like a year, year and a half ago, I went to, uh, I went to this two-day mentor thing that Jay's actually been to before. Um <clears throat> a guy named Rob Bell and if you don't know his story go check it out but right. <laughs> for for purposes of this particular story something that I, I walked away with probably more than anything else was he told a story about being um, you know the book that he wrote a book a couple years ago and it was uh, it was a, you know, a big bestseller he got all kinds of criticism for it all that stuff and mm-hmm. so he was on the cover of Time Magazine for his because of this book and the controversy and all that so he tells the story of being, and he's talking about careers or the thing that you do, um, a different view of it. So a lot of people view things as success okay. and, or, or craft. Like So his thing was either viewing oh, okay. things as success or craft. Our natural instinct or the way that we design things in the United States is very success-driven. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> You know, we're always trying to one-up the thing that we did before and all that. And each other. Yeah. Right. But if you approach the the thing that you love as craft, the way an artist creates and crafts something, um, you you know, you're constantly working on that thing, trying to get better at that thing. Uh, you're not trying to one-up the thing you did before. It's this, I'm getting better at the thing that I am or that I do. Right. So he so he tells a story about like how he struggled for a long time of constantly trying to one-up. i got to be better than the last thing I did. I, I had 5,000 people come to this thing. I need to get 10,000. How do I get 10,000 people next time? Right. 
<clears throat> so he had really balanced out in his life, and he he said he tells a story about when he was on Time Magazine. He's like, I went to the grocery store, and I'm standing in line at the grocery store, and I'm waiting to check out. And I look, there's the magazine rack, and there's Time Magazine, and I'm on the cover. <clears throat> check out all kind of, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm on the cover of Time Magazine. So I, you know, I check out, do all that kind of stuff. You know, a couple of weeks later, I'm at the grocery store again. Uh, standing in line there's the magazine rack there's Time Magazine and I'm not on the cover of Time Magazine and he said it was very very simple and he goes so I thought to myself in that moment like one week you're on the cover of Time Magazine next week you're not <laughs> he said now 10, year, 10 years ago me who was all about success that would have crushed me because I would have thought my next thought would have been how do I get back on the cover of Time Magazine? I gotta own do, Time Magazine. Yeah, I gotta get. What do I gotta do to get back on there? Exactly. He said, but because I, you know, I went through a lot of stuff and like I balanced my life out and I learned how to just exist in the moment and be able to appreciate that, right. but move on right. and that not define me. He said, you know, I could stand there in that moment and go, eh, all right, eh. one week you're on the cover of Time Magazine, next yeah. week you're not. Yeah, I'm gonna go about my day and I'm gonna go enjoy my family and right. then keep doing the thing that I do. Right. And, no, that's brilliant. Yeah, and so for me, there's kind of this. I appreciate when people bring up things like, "Oh, you Lightning recognize you," or People Magazine, or whatever it is. Right. And yeah, I appreciate it, and I enjoy it for that moment. But I try really hard not to con- be that guy that's like, "Hey, shows the cover of People." Well, Magazine. no, you're not. Sh- yeah, you try not to be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. So you're, you're not. I I fall to the other side, yeah. and I think, but internally, sometimes yeah. I go, "Yeah, you're right." That happened, but it was only an online thing. Why was it in print? Or, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. See, but that's okay. But uh, all right, I get so it. I, I get again, it. that yin and yang. Yeah. Like part of me struggles yeah. with could have been better. Well, part that's of me is ego. Like, yeah, yeah, man, pride and ego. Yeah, we have pride and ego, right? I think yeah. that we're born born with that, you know. But I think again, I, I, to, to be your own hype man, sometimes when you wake up in the mirror, man, just feel like. Because I'd be like, I was almost like People Magazine. I don't give it was .com, .net, yeah, yeah, or .pk, right? Yeah, right? That, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's sure. really, really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, perception is reality. So, I look at you. We always, I don't want to say, uh, you know, covet, you know, or, or envious. But in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, we look at someone we go, we do. We, and, and, and towards you, I'm not like a super, like, oh, he's, I want to be a People Magazine. But I look at him like, dang, dude, like, this is a dude. I look, you're inspiring. That's in, that's an inspiration, right? I'm not just saying that because I'm in your home and I'm on your podcast. I'm saying <laughs> that like literally when your name comes up in circles, uh, we run a lot of same circles. Is that you know I've never heard a bad thing about you, and every, you inspire people. And so don't ever for a second think that you know that's not great. Yeah, that's maybe you know it may not be Time Magazine. You know, but it's it it is it yeah. is you know the National Enquirer, People's people Hearts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's out there. You know what I'm saying? It's it's in people's hearts, and I think that's yeah. more. No, you know, you can totally print right. on paper, or you can print on minds and souls and bodies. Yeah. So <clears throat> you're totally right. Yeah. And I so be stoked that. on that, and yeah, learn how to take you. compliments, man. Sometimes okay, you just fed me I'm a whole bunch, and all what I say is, like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And right. Don't get me wrong. It, I felt all the same things you felt on the inside. It tore me <laughs> up. I just didn't want to hear it. Right? But but just thanks, man. Because the more, like you said, the more you kind of feed that, then you're just like yeah. all of a sudden it's not ego or you don't get all big headed because nobody likes those freaking jerks. But yeah. you know, but yeah. you've done good. You've done very well. Thank you. You've done so well. Thank you. <laughs> How well? Oh, so. that's such a great way to end it. But I do want to tell you this one story. Okay, cool. Um, 
You tell me all the stories. Man, I love stories. I just Pete Holmes. Do you know who Pete Holmes is? Uh, yeah. So he he does a he's a funny man. He has his own funny show. Yeah, funny funny man. He has a podcast called. He does all the Batman stuff. You made it weird. He does does all the Batman stuff. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He made a great statement uh, not too long ago that we talked about. um, We we look at ego the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Like ego is basically your hype man. Ego is the thing that protects you from from not doing from failing yeah from not failing like that everyone needs that needs the ego and the ego like we look at ego as being a negative thing a lot of times but in reality ego is what protects you from from the person bearing down on you going no you're the worst you can never do that thing right. ego is the thing that says no you can do it you can you can make this you can you can do that thing go do it right. uh, yeah ego is how people meet their wives <clears throat> or girlfriends at the time. It's uh-huh. ego. Yeah, egos definitely can be <laughs> like the light, like the Jedi lightsaber, <laughs> if, if, if used in proper hands, could be a could, could heal the world. Yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. so good. Okay, so uh, to wrap it up, any, you promoted your show this Friday. I did. I got a show. You got I'm that. Still writing music and recording some stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you got a website. You got it. Where can people go find your music? You know what? If you go to, um, I don't on the Facebook. I don't have Facebook anymore. It's a whole. I we, I didn't bring it up, but it's like a whole other okay. side story. All right. <clears throat> Nothing bad happened. It's just a choice. So I just was over. Okay. I I want to like my friends, and I was kind of tired, especially <laughs> with all the political shenanigans. Yeah. I, was, I yeah, decided yeah. it was just easier to just pretend that they're still good people. You still have the Instagrams though. Because uh, that's me. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I, I painted stuff with my girlfriend that'll go on there. You know, like, okay. that, that's still fun stuff. That, yeah. like, the abs, I'll put my hair, my sweet hair abs on there. Yeah. But uh, I do still have which Instagram. Uh, at Tino Benino. Tino Benino. Yeah, T I N O, which is a family nickname. It was a, it called me Tino, and then somebody thought about the clever rhyme scheme. I told you people like rhymes, so yeah, Tino. Everyone loves a rhyme. Benino, B A N I N O. But, um,. Yeah, so I, I do have an Instagram still, and uh, I, it's funny when you cut yourself off of Facebook. Um, I missed it at, for a while because I'm so much more productive. I found that yeah. I, I'm reading more. Yeah, you're um, probably a lot happier. Uh, you're, sure, you're probably less angry. Yes, that is absolutely true. Because people are just so like I, I think we should buy the the URL soapbox.com and have it auto redirect to Facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> just because like and don't get me wrong, like it's fun and it's cool to catch up with people and see what people are doing and like especially people that you maybe you know move to a different state or whatever and that's all fine and well and but for the most part, man, it's just it's just it's another media outlet for me, and mm-hmm. it's just like hate upon hate upon ignorant. It's just like, ugh. and I gotta see these people sometimes. Like these are people that like I, I used to be like, oh yeah, it's my buddy, and now I'm like, yo, you really think that? <laughs> like, that's really how you feel? Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they do. But I just decided, you know what? Instead of being judgmental <clears throat> and all that and going down that road, I'm just yeah. gonna kind of bow out and just yeah. y'all do you, I'm gonna do me. And, yeah, you know, that seems kind of pompous and maybe self-righteous, but I just didn't want to. I don't want to be a part of it. Plus, it's really hard to cheat on my girlfriend with a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. What I love about this comment is this: you don't know which part of this is true. Is he self-righteous or is he a total oh, piece of crap? You don't know, and I and I'll leave you with that. I, I know. Oh, you know. I know. Yeah, man. You know, I'm totally uh. cheating. On her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's but anyways, like, yeah. But uh, so so, so anyways, so paint the town red. Find it. It exists. There is a metal band out of Munich. That's not us. 
<laughs> try to stick to Florida. Go to Pink Down yeah. Red. Look for Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Stick around Tampa. My name is Justin Bellardi. Put the pieces together. It's not yeah. that hard. Right? Yeah. You're not. You're not. It's, you know. You're not in the Matrix. You'll, right. you'll figure it out. You got good tunes. You got good stuff. Thank so. you, man. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, <laughs> with that. Thanks for being on the podcast. No, and before, before do we, we shake jump hands? In, I know no, no. people can't hear us we shake hands. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> people can't hear us. No, but what I do, I do. So the last two things, though, I always end the podcast two things. One, okay. the Lord's prayer. One is going to end a little differently <laughs> today because once we're really wrapped up, stick through last couple minutes. You're going to hear the full, the full Justin Velarde special yeah. of. Uh, the jingle unedited but two questions one one question for you one question for the audience question for you is do you feel like every person and I think you've answered this but do you feel like every person has the ability to boldly go pursue their dream do the thing they love accomplish the goal that they have most people yes Um, I think anyone can do anything we just to briefly bring it up or to to tie it up is that we mentioned before circumstance is a big thing right Mm -hmm. however I I do come from a place and come from a world where nothing is truly nothing is impossible right Mm. Um, that job that girl that car you know saving money living in a different state anything is really I mean it might be hard but not impossible Mm. Um, we have a black president and not even 40, you know, 50 years ago in our recent history. I mean, our parents were kids, mm-hmm. and that was impossible. That was not a possibility, but we have that. We may have a woman president. Mm-hmm. Again, would have never been possible, right? Well, it is. Mm-hmm. So nothing's impossible. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. You know, I think if you, if you work and do and, and yeah, you know, get it, go get it. You can. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Or you can't. Yeah? That's a, that's a Ford you know, you know whether you think you yeah. can you think you can't you're right I mean, that's <laughs> not mine that's not me the yeah. many more brilliant men before me uh, you know they've done amazing wonderful things because of the yeah dude you, you feel like you can't but you can't yes so to answer your question can you boldly go absolutely Alright. Depending on your circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're no, yeah. Circumstance yeah. helps. There's no right answer. I'm just it go and get it. your opinion. Yeah. Go and get it. So final question then to is the The audience. Uh, the me. audience, yeah, not you. So you can check I'm out. I'm gonna uh yeah. But to the audience. Um <laughs> what can you do? You've heard a story, you've heard a hilarious person in Justin Velarde, but also a lot of brilliance in there. Um what can you do this week, this month to Take the step to boldly go pursue the dream, go after that thing, go after the girl, do the thing that you want to do, become the president. Uh, you don't have to accomplish it all this month, but take what's the first step? What what step can you take this week and this month to do that? So, and to uh, as Justin said, put out your gold for someone else to catch. Yeah. So be your own hype man. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, Gonna wrap it up. Thanks for being on the podcast. No, thank you so much for having me. It was, yeah, it was a blast. Dude, I like it. We'll have we'll have you back for round two. We'll yeah. talk more about your Facebook <laughs> issues. Hey, no, nah, I bet that'll be. Okay. No, but uh, all right, stick around. Listen for the jingle. The full, the full. Uh, let's say the full track. Yeah, I guess the, you the, whole, the whole, the whole unedited, unedited, the whole, the whole unedited piece. <laughs> Here you go. You're the best. <laughs> thank you. See, it's easy to say thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. That's my trip, dude. 
How well do you know Jason? Jason, I know so well. How well do you know Jason? Jason, I know him so well. A hell of a smile, big brown eyes, that son of a gun, he's a heck of a guy, Will. How well do you know Jason? Jason, I know so well. Jason, I know him so well. How well do you know Jason? Jason, I know him so well. To wash his clothes, make a smile, fat jack knows what a son of a bitch is. Yeah. How 